See, we got somebody on the tee here, Slee, so I can't let out. That was a terrible swing. So here's what's going to happen. We're going to start to recruit some of these swings. Wasn't that bad? We got to finish that. higher. We need to get higher, Wasn't right? That bad. We need to go, a little we need bit to go right. down the line, and we need to get a little higher. That's what needs to happen. So here's here's what happened just a second ago, Slee. We yeah. had one of our other guys come through that's wearing the same shirt that I'm wearing, mm-hmm. the same brand that you're wearing, our Sunday Swagger shirts. Yep. And I gave him a little heat as he was getting ready to go, and that pressure busts the pipe, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, just a big hook left out of bounds. And yeah. now they're chasing shots. Listen, That's how it goes. There's only uh, a few guys that like stepping up to the free throw line in, in clutch time. Only, only so many Clay Thompsons out there. <laughs> Only so many Ooh, guys. That's that pretty good right that's there. Right so that there. one is just right just of the flag, right. but a pretty right. good Over shot. Over the bunker there. Yeah, yeah right like on the green. Old. Pretty good shot yeah. right there. That's not bad. <laughs> pretty that's good bad shot right, right there. there. Not too bad at all. So I don't like that you're trying to bully me into talking about the Dodgers. I'm not quite ready yet. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite ready. That Travis and Slee's brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. Cardiac event yesterday. Well, let me just say this because I wasn't bringing up the Dodgers you kind of referenced some topics that were coming up. Mm-hmm. And I had, listen, I wasn't here sitting here trying to tell you that Corey Seager didn't play yesterday, even though he's only played 73 games this year. Uh, Will Smith didn't play. Chris Taylor didn't play. I didn't, I'd, I was not trying to point that out at all. Also wasn't trying to point out Bellinger in the five hole, batting 158. And oh, by the way, just a couple stats here. Uh, he hasn't recorded an extra base since August 17th. One walk since wait, August wait, wait, 13th. Wait, wait, don't, don't, don't hammer past that. Yeah. Since when? Hasn't recorded an extra base hit since August 17th. Hold on. One and, and, walk. And today is September 10th. One walk since August 13th. But other than that, I'm saying let's just keep it. Let's keep it moving. Other he, topics. He hasn't gotten an extra base hit in a month, according to the LA Times. According to the LA Times. <sighs> My goodness. So yesterday. That's I, a nice I, shot I, there by Beto yeah, Duran. Beto that's pulled a, it a little nice. Less. Not bad. No, Beto. no, no. So He's good. Here's that's, the deal. It's a solid shot. So, so, so that's far. That's a solid shot. Beto, Beto is the best dressed person out here so far. He's got the best outfit going right now. Mm-hmm. It's bold. It's a bold choice. Yeah. It's, it's it's pink shorts yeah. and a pink shirt. And he's, he, he's pulling it off. I'm as not going to As a man with good. confidence. As a man with good. confidence. Uh, I'll go beige shorts, personally. I just I play it safe. Play it but, safe. Well, it's not a huge surprise. That, you know, sir, I'll take the uh, baked chicken and the beige shorts. That's uh, Those two things go together uh, along the way. All right. So we were on the air yesterday when the Dodgers were losing the second of that four-game series yep. in, in they St. Split Louis. They split it 2-2. The mm-hmm. They ended up moving the series. By the time the series started to the time the series wow. ended, they had lost a game and a half in the standings. There's David Singer, everybody. He's in the house getting ready to hit his shot. Um, and then yesterday, mm-hmm. they roll out a lineup, like you just said, that doesn't have Will Smith, that doesn't have Corey Seager, and doesn't have Chris Taylor. You kept asking, why? Why? Well, we got some answers. Why? We got some answers. Let's listen to Dave Roberts right here. Tell us why he put together that particular lineup. You know, there's some, th- some things he's got to figure out. Um, but also, you know, yeah, i got to take a, a, a look and see what gives the best chance to win on a particular night, and I'll do that. Okay, so that's Dave Roberts basically talking about Cody Bellinger right there, specifically Bellinger, why he's – Listen, this is going to be the biggest question about the Dodgers. You know, you said something yesterday. You were, before yesterday started, you were already two games back of the Giants. A week ago today, you were starting a three-game set against the San Francisco Giants. You were about to start a three-game set against San Francisco Giants. Then Uh you lose two or three. Uh Every single game, what are we down to, 21 now, 22, something along those lines? Yeah, 21. Okay, 21 games left. Every single game, obviously, 
is so magnified. Mm-hmm. So when you make a move like you did yesterday, and you want to make, listen, you want to say, well, Will Smith had caught eight innings the night before. If you want to say Corey Seager had played 13 games in a row, if you want to make you know, Chris Taylor struggling, if you want to kind of go through some of the different excuses, nobody cares because either you got your best guys out there because you're chasing the Giants, who, by the way, you don't play again the rest of the season, uh, or you're going to get criticism like... It's, it, it's a garbage excuse, R- really down the line, Re- really without exception. Let's listen to Dave try to explain why it is those three guys were not in the lineup yesterday. Um, yeah, I mean, I just think that guys are going to have to have days off. Um, that's just the nature of this game. Um, and we've run other guys and had the same result. So that's the great thing about this game is it's not predictable uh, as much as you can say it was um, and look back and say that it was. But um, we know that our offense has struggled with different guys at the bottom than today. All right, Al, I'm going to try very I'm going to really try to challenge myself. Yeah. To Have a drink. Sit down. Sit down. As I break get, this Get out. comfortable. And get no, comfortable. It's, it's not that comfortable. Get Travis a uh, singer. Can uh. you get Travis a bourbon? <laughs> um, I love Dave Singer, by the here, way. Who doesn't? Here, here's, here's the thing. Will Smith, I will listen to for half a second that he needed a day off. I, mm-hmm. I will. They, 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 as the catcher, you're, you're, it's the most physically demanding position on the field. And he plays more or less every day, plays at a high level. If he needed a day off, a day game after a night game, okay. Okay. Okay, fine. The rest of it is garbage, Al. It's garbage. And look, Chris Taylor's struggling a little bit. Have you watched Cody Bellinger swing the bat? If anybody needs a day off, it's that guy. He needs a week off. He he needs a prolonged time to go figure it out, whatever it is that he forgot how to do. So this idea, well, he's struggling. We're trying to get him some time. Get get out of here. If you need to give somebody a time off, that needs to be the guy. Cody Bellinger, not Chris Taylor. I get it. Chris Taylor has cooled. He's not as hot as he was maybe in the middle of the season. Fact of the matter is he's not batting a buck 58. He's not doing that. He's had an extra base hit in the last month. He's been able to go out there and perform at a major league level more often than not. So put that one aside. That's garbage. The second part, Corey Seager. I look, I love Corey Seager. He arguably is my favorite player on this team. That being said, he missed half the season. What does he need a day off for? He's played 73 games this he, season. He, th- th- these are the games I know. A game in April is the same as a game in September. Yeah, I understand the math. Nobody okay? says it like that, by no, the I way. Just, there literally is nobody who says it that they, way. They're all the same except for when they're not, and mm-hmm. they're not right now. You That's ha- the key. You have to make That's sure the key. that your best foot is put forward in every single one of these games, and yesterday that Trap. simply was not their best That's lineup. That's the key. The key is they're not seven back from the Giants where you already know the division's over, or you're well, six up on the Giants, and you know that the division is over. That's the key. The key is, yeah, you're right. You can't treat this game like it's any other game, and not having those guys in the lineup is critical. How are we looking here? It's going to be short. It's let me tell you the target, but it's short. It's in the bunker. We're going to have, for everybody that we have come golf today, the most important golfer is stepping up right now by the name of David Singer. David Singer is stepping up right now. Got a smile on his face. Can't get that smile off oh, his face. Did you see what he just did? He's, he's got the waving, professional golf wave down. He's got the ball pinned with waving, his thumb against his palm. Like he's done this all. Like, hey, everybody, welcome. He, this is like Phil Mickelson. Well, this is the greatest thing about it. The greatest thing about it is there's about six people watching. He waved to about 4,000 people. That's what it looked like. That's what it looked like. <laughs> no pressure, Dave. Go ahead. We're just nope. going to sit here and no talk pressure about at all. your – See, this is well, – Okay. Oh, well, you nice. know what, though? Look at no, that practice he's fine. Swing. He knows how to play golf. Look at that practice I was hoping this was going to be bad, but I, I have a feeling it's going to be okay. Dave, different club. No, he's fine. Finish high, Dave. Come on. 
And a little chunky and a little left. Yeah, I don't know, Dave. He's fine. Maybe a few more swings at the range and iron Hundred percent a birdie. Hundred percent a birdie. Set himself do up for a birdie. Do you even know how to keep scoring golf? Of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> because that comment right there leads me to believe maybe otherwise. Now, the, what you're just talking about, Al, that these yeah. games count the same and they don't. They, this is why people have feelings about Dave. This is why people feel the way yeah. they do about him. At the By the helm. way, I get it. A couple days ago, I was like, man, you guys, everyone wants to make an excuse for Dave, but I think he doesn't get the benefit of the doubt because of moments. Not Yesterday was so glaring that that's a bad example. It's other things. It's when you were saying he had a quote maybe two weeks ago talking about he wants to avoid Bellinger against lefties, and you have pull hosts that's waiting there, and you don't use pull hosts. That's that's more of an example where people say to themselves, "All right, no, it, we've it, seen it, it before." It, it's all of it. It's just another brick in the wall. It's another it's another example of one of these things that makes you go, "Wait, what? Why are we doing it like that? Yeah. Why are we not doing there?" Look, you said it a minute ago. Twenty one games left. Mm-hmm. Every single one of these has added importance because the Giants are not going to come back to you. You're going to have to go on a run that is really, really good. You, do you know do what we got time. going on this you, weekend? You do not have time to say, you know what. We played a night game yesterday. We got a day game today. I'm just going to give half the team the day off. Do you know what's going on this yes, weekend? Yes, I do. They're going to face the Padres with their mm-hmm. three best pitchers. Yep. But the Padres are the wounded animal, right? They're fighting for their lives in the playoffs. They have, just they have a one-game lead on the Cincinnati Reds, two in the loss column. So, you know, Musgrove tonight will go against Urias. Mm-hmm. You have tomorrow, Bueller. Unless he needs a night off. Unless he needs a night you know, off. Maybe he needs a night off. Maybe we can start, I don't know. Maybe Corey Knable needs another start. Maybe we should do that. Maybe, you know, why not? I see hey, what you're Al, doing here. At this time of the year, here. guys yeah. need days off. And that's just the way that the game is played nowadays. Why don't we give Why don't we give Max Scherzer the month of September Bueller, off? Maybe he's tired. Bueller Paddock tomorrow. And the key here with Bueller is this is the first start that he's had since he got shelled on Sunday against the Giants. And then how about Sunday? Scherzer. Blake Snell. Snell Scherzer. Which, by the well, way, maybe. can I can I just tell you something about Sunday? Sunday could very easily be the wild card game. That could be the setup. That could be the two teams that face each other. So I know how frustrated you are, and I, I'm sure a lot of Dodger fans now three games back in the lost column of the Giants. They still got some key games coming up this weekend. Yeah, well, look, I, I'm going to start to set my sights on what is going to be penciled into that lineup because for a long time you had runway. You had time to say, you know what? We're going to give Cody Bellinger a chance here. We're going to see if he can figure these things out. We're going to need him at some point. We're going to need to do this, that, and the other thing. fact of the matter is, we're, we're out of time. you got 21 games left. You're basically you're three back in the loss column. You need to go out there and putting Steven Souza Jr. and having Billy McKinney in the lineup as yep. opposed to Will Smith and who, Corey Chris Seager. Taylor and Corey Seager. It's, just, it's, it's mind-boggling. It is managerial malpractice. It's not one of those things. The Will Smith part, fine. I'll listen to that because he needs a day off. He needs a day off catching all that. I, I get it. The rest of it, give at me what point, a break. At what point does Bellinger, is he just not in the lineup? Apparently never. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not even being flip here. Apparently never, because if you were going to make that decision based on performance, it would have happened a long time ago. It would have happened. You said it yourself. He hasn't gotten an extra base hit in a month. August he 17th. He hasn't gotten a hit in September. His Cut batting one more stat. Too. I hate to do this for you. Yeah. That 158 average, worst batting average in the majors, 300 plus bats. It's it's pitcher stuff. If you gave Clayton Kershaw this amount of at bats, he would not be hitting a buck fifty. He would not. He would, he would, he would, I'm not saying he'd hit 250, but he wouldn't hit 150. It is insane that we're doing what they're doing. Okay, so 
We're out here at Black Gold, Al. Yep. Beautiful day out here in Yorba Linda. Nice and sunny and warm, and everybody's having a fantastic time. The general manager of Black Gold, Rich Cessna, he is going to join us coming up in a little bit. He has a pretty interesting story. He was telling us a little bit this morning. I'm excited for everybody to hear that. It's coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, so you heard Chris right there talk about our event today. We are here at Black Gold in Yorba Linda, and um, I have had the pleasure of getting to play this golf course a handful of times, maybe more than a couple of handful of times over the last several years. And we're joined by now by Rich Cessna, who's the general manager here at Black Gold. And Rich, let me just tell you, Thank you so much for having us out here. This place could not look any better than it does today. Well, we appreciate you being out here. It is our pleasure to serve you. So, like I've said, I, I have been out here a lot, and the course is always in pretty good shape. I don't know if I've ever seen it like this. That especially in the dead of summer, to have it this greened up and this good. I was out with John and Steve earlier this morning where they were doing their match. The greens are rolling beautifully. You guys have this place dialed in. Well, I appreciate that. We owe that to the golf course maintenance crew. Mm. Uh, on September 14th will be uh, Golf Course uh, Superintendent Day. Uh, we'll recognize uh, Bill Houlihan, who's been here for 15-plus years. Uh, we're playing more rounds now than we ever have. Uh, the last 12 months, we've played 67,000 rounds of golf. In how many months? In 12 months. Wow. And we don't like to play more than 48, 50 or so. That's a, a better number for us. So 67,000 rounds, and to have the golf course in this kind of shape, that's all to golf course maintenance. Okay, I have not had the privilege yet to play this golf course. So give us kind of a, a lay of the land. What, what's the toughest hole out here for somebody that, I mean, for, for Travis, he's obviously, uh, he's, uh, he's uh, what, what would you call it, a semi-professional? No, We're going to go semi-pro? I'm an avid amateur golfer is how I would describe myself. Someone like me, uh, this, what, what's it going to look like for me? Is this, is this one of the more challenging courses in Southern California? You're more, more likely to have a bowling score than you will a golf <laughs> score. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love that. <laughs> There's a lot of undulations here. Uh, the elevation changes are dramatic in places. Mm -hmm. uh, if you go on the back nine, I mean, we're looking down 10, and you take that cart path up the top to 11. Uh, you know, 11's going to go down and back up. You're going to go back up the hill on 12 and back down and up on 13. 14, you've got that really high tee box. Yeah, that's a good hole. Down to the, that fairway. Uh, so it's kind of a story of two nines. Uh, the front nine warms you up. The back nine beats you up. Who do I talk to about getting 16 bulldozed? Because that seems to be the point of the course where I a round comes unglued. Every I cannot figure that par three hole out. It's about 200 yards from where we typically play it, and I, and I, I need to complain to the management. What do, do, what do you, th what do you think that? of Travis's strategy? Instead of getting better on the 16, just take out the whole hole. It well, he's warmed up by the butt. time he gets there, it right? It kicks I mean, my butt. I cannot figure that hole out. It's in your head. <laughs> well, it's not the only thing in there. We'll take you out there with a bucket of balls. <laughs> you can hit two or three different clubs until we die in. All right. So I don't know is as the um, general manager of the facility, if you're responsible for this or not, or you get into the details like this. But there's a beautiful 710 ESPN, our logo, floating in the middle of the lake in front of the 18th grade. Correct. Could I walk across that? Well, uh, it sink right to the bottom. You're going to sink. Pond. Yeah, you're going to sink. Trev, I don't even know if that question was necessary. <laughs> 
I think most people kind of knew that answer. <laughs> what about Al? Could he get across? He'd get about halfway. Halfway. I'll right. take halfway. Yeah. Right. I'll take halfway well, at this not point. That's too bad. <laughs> So you are not unfamiliar with being on the radio or on TV. We were chatting a little bit earlier this morning, and you dropped this on me, and my eyes popped out of my head. You were the youngest president of a company in the history of the United States? Correct. At the age of 11, I formed a company with three of my siblings called Kidco, uh, and uh, youngest of any incorporated company ever at that time. I don't know what it is today. Um, but we uh, we got ourselves in a little bit of hot water with uh, the Board of Equalization <laughs> uh-huh. for selling horse. We were in the horse business. I grew up in Ramona, just outside of San Diego. Yeah. And we were selling horse manure for extra money, and the Board of Equalization got wind of it. They came after us and threatened us with uh, going to jail and penalties They were going to put interest. an 11-year-old in jail? Absolutely. So seems my, extreme. My dad, being the, uh, <laughs> the promoter that he was, uh, he leaked the story to the press, and the press got a hold of it. And the number of phone calls going into the office at the Board of Equalization shut down their phone system. Hmm. So they decided to back out of it by creating a special form for us to sign. <laughs> so when we went down to the office to sign it, they had called the press and set up their own press uh, section for us, and it went hog wild. Hollywood ended up making a movie about us, and it's called Kidco. I don't know why, uh, since you told that story to us before the show started, Trav keeps coming up to me and says, I don't know, Al, I was 10 when I did this. <laughs> I was 9 when I accomplished that. I don't know if it's a, it's a personal thing here, Trav. It's unnecessary. I'm just a tall <laughs> Well, I, you know, I'm competitive by nature. What can I tell you? No, that's that's an amazing story. They made him. Who, who played you? Uh, uh, the same uh, kid that played uh, opposite Richard Pryor in The Toy. No kidding. Yep. Mm. yep, same young man. So it was uh, it was quite an adventure. We went to Tucson to film it. Okay, so how did you find your way to the golf business? Uh, played high school golf. Actually, my dad played AAA uh, baseball. Which organization? For Philadelphia Phillies. Okay. Um, and so, of course, I grew up playing baseball. And then I hurt myself in a bicycle accident. And the coach for the high school team, I was a, I was a freshman, said, hey, why don't you come out to the uh, golf team? And I said, ah, I don't play golf. Ended up going out for the golf team and making it. Never looked back. Uh, went to CIF, you know, the California's uh, uh, program for uh, sure. high school. And uh, then eventually joined the Air Force. I did a little bit of college, played some golf in high school, played golf in college, played golf in the Air Force. Couldn't get away from it. A friend of mine got a job working for the PGA Tour. So when my stint was up in the Air Force, I went to work for the PGA Tour for 11 years. I, You know, it's funny. Listening to a story like that, we come out to a golf course. We don't know the background. We don't know right. the story. Let's just say we did not think we were going to get that much in-depth, kind of unique stories of uh, of the background. But we greatly appreciate you having us out here. It's a beautiful course. Obviously, everybody that's here, if you haven't been out here to Black Gold, uh, make sure to work your way out at some point. Uh, just a fantastic day to be here. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Rich. That's Rich Cessna. He is the general manager here at Black Gold Golf Club in Yorba Linda. And if you like to play golf, you need to come out here and experience this place. It is really extraordinary. Thanks again, Rich. Thanks a bunch. And look, Al, I'm not going to lie. You kind of hit the button on the head. I don't like that they made a movie about him when he was 11 years old. I, I feel like I missed an opportunity. I should have. If you had a better the, story. Did you well, have a better story? I, I, at 11 years old, my number one priority was making sure that I had all the George Brett baseball cards. He was sure. running a company. Sure. So it's a little bit differently. He, he, he has a a little bit of different prism on the world. What were you doing at 11? I could have been arguably one of the best wiffle ball players at 11. Um, and then by the time I got to 12, listen, the free throw game. My free throw game was really yeah, just athlete, athlete talk. You so, know? Well, you, okay, so you just mentioned wiffle ball. Are we talking yeah. skinny yellow bat, like real deal wiffle ball? Or are you using one of those bam, bam, big red ones? Uh, no, the skinny bat. Yeah, yeah. you got to use it. 
you can't miss with the red bat, so you got to make it a little <laughs> bit more difficult. It does make it kind of fun, yeah. though. Yeah. You can hit some tank home runs over your over your roof and into the trees and all that kind of stuff, but you don't strike me as a wiffle ball guy. i got to be honest. Well, Let's just go out to the basketball court then, Trev. Let's go out to the basketball court. I can do that, too. I can do that. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $700 so on I, average. So I didn't really get to get get a chance to get into this. So football game was great yesterday, right? <laughs> I got to see, chance to see the scores you uh-huh. know, every hour or so. Um, but I go back, I watch it, and I'm just thinking to myself here. Last weekend, we had college football. Uh-huh. So this, one, this weekend, we're back. You got Rams coming up this Sunday against the Chicago Bears. Right. Was there any moment? Was there any moment that you thought yesterday, minute twenty-four to go, Tom Brady's got the ball? Not not Tom Brady is he going to come back? But how many of those predicament situations you want to see Stafford in this year? Well, I think this is the this is what's so interesting about Stafford coming here, Mm -hmm. and I don't think. I know the answer to this question. I don't think you know the answer to this question. I don't think Sean McVay knows the answer to this question. I don't think Matthew Stafford knows the answer to this question. How is he going to perform in those moments? I'm not saying that he hasn't led a two-minute drill. I, he has. You know, every, Everybody that's been in the NFL has been in that position before and found a way to get their team down and score those points at the end of the game. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about doing what you just described at the end of, you know, opening game of the season, right? Thursday night football. Thursday night football. Sunday night football. This nationally televised only game that will be played. Tom Brady, when they kicked that game off last night, Tom Brady's only goal in the season is I want to go win the Super Bowl. That's it. Mm -hmm. When that ball goes up at SoFi on Sunday night, the only goal for the Rams this season is we want to be in that Super Bowl. We want to win that Super Bowl. That's the goal. This isn't, hey, let's see if we can win more than we lose. Hey, let's see if we can get a little better. You've already had great success over the last few years. The only thing left to do, get back to the Super Bowl and take care of business. The missing piece and until you've gone through it as often as Tom Brady has, or at least a couple of handfuls of times, I don't know. Can, can I do it against the Minnesota Vikings in October in week six? Yeah, fine. That's different than doing it opening weekend Sunday night football with a team that's expected to go to the Super Bowl. We don't know. But I'm know, excited to find out. You know, we don't know. Th- by the way, and that is, and this is something we ask key. You know, th- there's so much talk, so much conversation right now about, well, Stafford's the missing piece, right? Do you see that right that there? That was great. Yeah, that was a great catch right there. It's a great catch right there. Both sheets. Can I tell you what would have been smoother? What's that? You just put it down like it was nothing. No, I want to conversation. I pimp it. Like I want to Conversation never it. change. You just put it down. You say, "Keep going, Al. Get to your point. Let's hear it." <laughs> by the by, that, that one point on, on Stafford is you're right. We haven't seen him. He's been in the playoffs three times. I know. I know this has been talked about a ton. Mm-hmm. But I actually think he needs those moments in the regular season with the Rams. You know, you're saying, "Okay, well, uh, at the end of the day, if you do it in October against Minnesota, it's not a big deal." I disagree. I think all those moments are actually critical over those 17. If that's games. what I said. That's not what I meant. Because what I was trying to say is doing it for the Lions against Minnesota doesn't the Lions aren't going to the Super Bowl Al the yeah. Lions look look sorry Lions fans that are out there sorry K-Dub I know you might be listening to this Lions aren't going anywhere no they're terrible and there's no right? expectations and, for them and to and go anywhere no expectations. so from the very first game on Sunday night the expectations for Matthew Stafford for the first time since he's been in the NFL is every game is important Every game matters. And, and you're expected to win. And you're expected to win. Mm-hmm. And you're, quite honestly, you're expected to compete for a Super Bowl. It, it, it Detroit, when they start every season with Matthew Stafford at quarterback, it was, let's see if we can make the playoffs. When, That's a totally different bar to clear. When I'm going on ESPN app on GameCast while I'm at a movie theater and I don't get a chance to watch Thursday Night Football opening night, Tom Brady and Dak Prescott, when that's all going on, 
I'm thinking to myself, actually, it was Emily's text that said, I think you said you leave so much time on the clock. It was one of those text messages about that, that predicament was, with Tom Brady. It was right at that start of that drive. I was like, I saw 124. I was like, yeah, wait. Still too much time, much time on the clock. clock. It was a wrap. One of the things that I thought of, take away from that game specifically, it's let's get an opportunity to see Matt Stafford in that position at some point. Don't laugh at what just happened. I, I've, had, I've had plenty of those. I've, that. I've, I've had plenty that of those. Before. All right, so fact or cap, Al. You ready for a little outdoor fact and cap? Yeah. We're out here, black, Let's gold, do it. beautiful Let's make it day, enjoying it. Thanks again to Rich Cessna. Thanks again to Joe Riley, the director of golf here. Thanks again to Brian Souk, who just, they roll out the red carpet for us every single time we come out here. It is a great day at Black Gold. Fact or cap is coming up next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Pretty warm, Al. It's a beautiful day here in Yorba Linda, but I'm not going to lie. This shirt was a different color when I started the day. 9.30, I was like, oh, this is nice. No, we're good. We're good. See, we are in the shade. By the way, much, we are in the shade. You're much smarter than I am for a variety of reasons, but in particular. No, that's good. The, you uh, don't even have to go into the, the point. The Sunday Swagger shirt that you chose yeah. is white. That's so a nice it's, shot. it's a little breezy. It's going to wear well. Yeah. Mine is kind of a bluish purple, so mm-hmm. when I sweated through it at 7.30 in the morning, it turned to more of a dark purple. This is my frustration with you. you got to think things through more. Yeah, probably I can't true. do this. Probably true. You know I what just else thought we... that you guys are both in pineapple shirts. That's the yeah, best. I don't yeah. love that. Brothers. I don't love that. I wish that that weren't true. But we either needed the same thing or very different things, and this is kind of adjacent to each other, so I don't like that. But I do like Factor Cap. All right, up first... What do we got there, Emily? What do we got over there? <laughs> this comes from a conversation I had last night with uh, Chris Morales himself. Okay. Where he was def- deciding what he was going to wear on his head. So hats are better than visors. Alan is his factor cap. I'm a hat guy. I'm a, just a hat guy. I don't know what else to put it. Now, maybe if I had a full set of hair and you know I could let all that kind of hang out, then maybe that's a different conversation. But in, in my in my day today, I'm, I'm definitely rocking hats. I, I don't even know if I own a visor. Um, I have a couple. I don't wear them very often for the reason that you just said. Okay. I, I, I think it is also a, a fact that, that hats are better than visors because this is a better question, Emily, for somebody that has a full head of hair. Well, no, because you can <laughs> also make the case visor, it's breathing better, you know? Yeah, yeah but you're also going to scorch the top of your head, which is a bad deal. Some that's, sunscreen? That, that's, nah, I'm not really into it because that's not going to happen. Now, Plus, there's a downside to the visor, which makes you feel like you're a tennis pro on the prowl, which is really not my vibe at all. I feel like a golf hat is a little more um, acceptable as opposed to, hey, what's going on over there with the uh, the visor? So I'm going to say that's a fact. I'll go hat. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Next up, Tom Brady will play until he's 50. Travis, is this fact or cap? (laughs) I think it's a fact. I really do. He's not playing until he's 50. So, okay. I think the right number would have been like 47. When did you change your name to Travis? 47. 47 would be the right number. Next question. (laughs) Go ahead, Emily. Apparently apparently he gave me my answer already. I love what (laughs) Travis. When he gets a little interrupted. It's a little little interrupted. interrupted. So here's how this went. Tom Brady will play till 50. Travis, what do you think? Well, let me tell you. 
You really think he's going to go till he's 50? I do. I, I think, look, there is a catastrophic injury clause that I'd like to put into my answer, okay. right? Because football is such a violent game because there are so many things that can just happen in the blink of an eye. There's always the possibility that he could take a hit and that's it. That being said, look, let's look at it this way. Is Tom Brady better at 43 than he was at 38? Yeah. He Did you watch that dude last night? Mm-hmm. He looked like he was 25 years old all over again. So why wouldn't he? I mean, I get it that at some point the bill comes due. Father time is undefeated. All of those things. This man has figured out how to age in reverse. Look at his okay, face. What's, look at his body. He's how perfect. About, how about this? Let me ask this. What's the better way to go? Is it... You basically played till your body said no, or you won one more Super Bowl and then you decided, you know what, I'm good. I don't want to play anymore. Do you see what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. last year when he won the Super Bowl, part of me was saying, Tom, just tell everyone I'm good. Uh, no, it I'm a, done. it's a great walk off shot, but he's thinking, why would I leave? I'm still at the peak of my powers. Mm-hmm. And and we look. You can only do it for so long, presumably. I mean, you know, run that thing out as long as you can, and there doesn't seem to be an end in sight. All right, next thing. It's about to be spooky season, so the shining. Is he going to try to cut me off? Is this what's going on here when you do also, your mic I and I, I can't not be hear cut it? Off. All right, go ahead. All right, so The Shining is the best scary movie. Alan, is this Factor Cap? <laughs> this guy's setup is unbelievable. Uh, I'm going to go Cap. Poltergeist. That's weird. That movie that scared the weird. hell out of me. Yeah. You know certain movies where you watch like at a young age and you're like, okay, years later, no, no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. That one, yeah. I'm still, if you yeah. said tonight, hey, well, throw it, Poltergeist on, I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. It, I'm going to find something else it, to do. Any movie where a little kid gets sucked into a TV, that's yeah, pretty I, terrifying. I don't need that stuff. Especially, you know, I'm a little bit older than you, but nothing crazy that when you grow up and there was hours, especially late at night when you're like, you know, 9, 10, 11 years old, you'd spend late night, you watch TV, your mom and dad aren't watching, you're kind of watching maybe maybe something you're not supposed to be watching, mm-hmm. and you say, and that the idea that the TV could suck you in and you'd never be found, that, that was terrifying. It was absolutely terrifying. So that's a really good answer. The Shining is the one you have? Is that what it was? Yeah, Shining. See, like, gross doesn't really get me, right? Like, okay. so that that's not scary to me. Insanity is pretty scary, so The Shining. But I'm the, the scary stuff that gets me is the things like Silence of the Lambs, where somebody just does something so depraved. That's the part, because I'm always kind of looking over I my shoulder to see what's happening. I feel more sick when that happens. Yeah, but those people exist. Those, you know, Jeffrey yeah, Dahmer true. is a real guy, or was, mm-hmm. not anymore, but he was he was a real guy out there. So that, that Shining's on the list, though, because going crazy is pretty terrifying. We also have It. I, was I, don't, not, know, I don't know that one. Uh, that's the Stephen King one. Yeah. And then we also have the, I, look, I didn't like the, you, this is another kind of type of horror movie, Saw. I, don't like, yeah, I can't do those. The gross-out ones aren't really my, my thing. I can't do those. Still, to this day, I know we've talked about this before, the scariest movie, the one that jacked me up, is The Wizard of Oz. Those those flying blue monkeys that tore everybody to pit the bits. That thing, the witch, is, there's houses landing on people. There's, yeah, there, Trav, there's, Trav can't do Wizard of Oz. Uh, dude, there were flying blue monkeys that tore people to pieces. No, that's pretty scary. No questions asked. No Willy questions Wonka asked. The Chocolate Factory is also pretty scary. That's weird. That yeah, that's pretty... weird. All those old Follow movies. the rules, though, and you'll be just fine like good old Charlie. Yes. Grandpa Joe is lazy, by the way. That's a topic for another day. Okay, one last one we have He's here. laying in bed for 30 years, and then all of a sudden the kid buys a candy bar and he's dancing? Like, what, what in the world is this? I'd this be, is ridiculous. I'd be more mad to be the other grandparents being like, wait, you could walk They should have got up time? first. <laughs> 
Somebody's got a new drinking game on Twitter. Every time Sliwa interrupts Travis, you take a shot. Godspeed to your liver. <laughs> You'd be passed out by the second segment. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> one last one, guys. Uh, this is the best sports weekend of the year. Travis, factor cap. Nah. It's a good one. It's it's a really really good one, but uh, th- there has to be a championship involved, right? There has to be the the end of a great event as opposed to the beginning of a great event. It's really really good. I'm there's baseball, there's the kickoff, of the NFL season, college football, NBA's right around the corner. We talk, but no, I, I need a crescendo. I don't know if it's Super Bowl Sunday or something like that, but there has to be a finality to it, not the beginning. Well, there's something to that because if you said, okay, yes, that one game, the Super Bowl, I know they're all playing for that, but damn, there's something good about. 10 a.m. You start games and they don't end till you know 8:30 at night. College football, we talk about this. Some of those Pac-12 games that just come on at 7:30 at night. I'm like, sure, I'll watch Oregon and Arizona State go <laughs> at in. it. Why not? <laughs> I don't think it's the best sports weekend, but this is definitely one of the one of the better sports weekend that we have. All right, so what has to happen this weekend at Dodger Stadium, Al? Are we at that point where we have to get into sweep territory? Do they have to win? Every series to the rest of the way, they have to sweep all these things. I want to get your thoughts on that because I think there's a number. I think there's a hard number that they need to hit. That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. I'd be lying to you, Al, okay. if I said I hadn't already filled up my uh, backpack with Tapatio samples today. That would be a lie. You the one, are you the one taking those home? You got... 47 lined we, up in your refrigerator. We used to have an entire drawer at the station That's right. full of Tapatio. That's it's right. all gone. And it was it was clutch. <laughs> it was great. Just think about that. Every time you're in the kitchen and you're saying to yourself, okay, I need something, yeah, you had Tapatio. I was oh, at Tapatio. Yeah, no, absolutely. All right, so we got a little bit of breaking news, and breaking news on 710 is brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the 15-minute drive-through oil change. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for locations and coupons today. So two things, as a matter of fact. Let's start with this one. I don't think this this is a surprise, but it's finally official. Trevor Bauer's done for the year. The Major League Baseball and the Players Association came to an agreement to extend his administrative leave through the end of the season. So Trevor Bauer is not going to pitch for the Dodgers this year. No surprise there. And Al, you'd have to pick me up off the ground here at Black Gold if Trevor Bauer ever threw another pitch for the Dodgers ever. And I think that he may be one of the very few guys that we may have seen the last of. Almost, You can come back from a lot of things. Mm-hmm. This may be one of those things that's very difficult to come back from. Yeah, and, and like you said, it was assumed yeah. that he wasn't going to play the rest of the way. Now it's official. So they keep – MLB keeps extending it, extending the uh, – the um, uh, deadline, I guess you could say, but now it is completely official. The squad that you have and how you were setting up, how important is this weekend for the Dodgers? You're playing the San Diego Padres. We're playing desperate baseball. That's a reality. Padres are, you know, they're, they're fine for that wild card spot. The Padres are hoping they get a one-game playoff against the Dodgers, right? And I'm not saying that that's the team they would choose. I'm just saying that uh, that's their only chance of potentially being a part of the postseason, and you got three three of those games coming up this weekend. Yeah, I, I don't think the Padres really care who they. They're just trying to make sure they're playing somebody mm-hmm. <laughs> come the end of the season. They're trying to get in. I, let's get to much, that. In much one easier to beat the Dodgers once than you know. Oh, a for long sure. Set. For, for yeah. no, no question about that. I, but I think if you said to them, "Hey, you're going to be in the wild card, but you got to play the Giants," they'd be like, "Yep, yep. sounds go. good. Let, yep. Let's go do that." Mm-hmm. Um, let's go back to Bauer for half a sec. This was about as bad as a free agent signing can go because you paid him a ton of dough, right? You paid him a ton of money, $40 million a year. Yeah, He's the highest paid player in baseball. 
Okay, this is the highest paid player in the league who pitched. Let's just for round numbers, he pitched half a season for you. Mm-hmm. Was fine. He pitched. He, he pitched well. But now you've got this ugly story that's out there. It's, I mean, it, it doesn't get much uglier than this. And every time the story pops up, there he is in a Dodger uniform, the Dodger logo, Dodger Stadium, Dodger players. The association. Dodger, it's just, just the association. It's just such a bad look yeah. for everybody. And this is not a victory lap. This is not an I told you so. But I've said this for a long time. By any measure, Trevor Bauer is one of the best pitchers in baseball. By yep. any measure. And you could also gauge that strictly on when they got him in free agency. Yeah. What what did most Dodger fans, what was their excitement level that when, when he obviously came over to the Dodgers, <laughs> you now felt, wait a minute, we just we're coming off a World Series and we're adding Trevor Bauer to this to this team Get and out this, of our way. Here we go. Yep. Right? But why has a guy that talented and that good been on four different teams in a relatively short period of time in major league baseball? Clayton, Fair question. Clayton Kershaw has been on one. Sure. You know, Max Scherzer's bounced around a little bit, but Max Scherzer also has been the guy that's been the piece that people have been trying to go get. Mm-hmm. Like, ba- ba- and the, he's 37. The Diamondbacks drafted Trevor Bauer. I believe he was the fourth overall pick, okay? And then about six minutes later, they got rid of him. That's one of those, wait, what? And then all of a sudden, he pitches the Indians into the World Series, and they're like, no, peace, bye. We'll take Puig. You know, and then he goes to the Reds, and the Reds, maybe you can make the argument that it wasn't working out there, or not working out because he won the Cy Young, but it was just became a dollars and cents. The Reds weren't going to pay him $40 million, so the Dodgers go in and do it. But for a guy that good to move around like that, that had to have made somebody in the building say, okay, hold on, what's going on here? And then you find out about the other allegations and whether or not they knew about that. It's just, it's just such a bad feeling for the Dodgers. That, that's the best way to put it. It's a bad look. That's it. There's no other way to describe it because you could go out there, obviously, and you, they grabbed Max Scherzer at the trade deadline. They got Trey Turner. They're still, um, you know, obviously people are still going to expect them to be the most dangerous team to win a World Series, all that. The Trevor Bauer story has been a story for the last couple of months. Every time you bring up Trevor Bauer, you're obviously associating him to the ball club that he's playing with. It's the Dodgers. And it's remarkable that you could take who was arguably their best pitcher or second best pitcher and just kind of snap your fingers and erase them from history. And that really has not been the problem for the Dodgers this year. The problem for the Dodgers of late is that they're not scoring runs, which brings us to this weekend. Just out here on the 10th tee of Black Gold, I got to hit a shot. You haven't complimented me on that yet. You want to do that right now or you want to wait? Do I see, Emily, did he get on the green or no? I saw no green. Well, it barely missed the green. It was a little bit to the right. It was it, it was fine. It was a good shot. I, I, like many Dodger fans, have very high expectations for you this year. So when you do what you do and you grab a golf club, I'm expecting you on the green. They, they, my caddy my caddy kind of screwed me. He yep. gave me gave me a, uh, a hybrid for I don't an hear this. shot. No, so he's complaining, he's no, complaining I'm doing, about I'm the outfield. My, I'm doing my, the my Bubba Watson. I'm doing mm-hmm. my Patrick Reed. I'm blaming the caddy. You're telling me that this is 185 yeah. yards? We're doing too many I'm doing that course, too. Could have been a lot of things. Could have been a lot of things. If we're going to throw examples out here, let's just say I grab a club, I'm the Rockies. We know what to expect. (laughs) Coming into it, we know what to expect. I'd say more Diamondbacks, but if you want to give yourself the Rockies, that's fine. There's a reason why I put myself (laughs) second to the bottom, not the bottom. (laughs) But the the, the problem is, is that going into this weekend, Mm -hmm. the Padres are obviously a very desperate team. They're trying to stay into the... the, um, the wild card the spot. Mix, yep. The Dodgers are still trying to catch the Giants, but they're also in a position where there is. Dodgers an are going to do some damage this weekend. Yeah, that, but they almost have to, mm-hmm. right? They almost have to go in. They've put themselves in a position where 
they need to, if not sweep each series going forward, they need to win every series going forward and then sweep a handful of okay. them in there. They, there's no margin of error anymore. They take two or three this weekend. You good? No. No. This is a team that you're decidedly better than this season. That we've seen, and and, and and here's another rub. You're throwing your three guys. You can't that's, go Urias, Bueller, and Scherzer and mm-hmm. say let's get two out of three. How about that? How about that Sunday matchup? Snell and Scherzer. How about that Sunday matchup? And Snell's pitching lights out for the last couple of weeks. The guy gave lights up one out. hit over 14 innings, and that one hit cost him two runs. <laughs> and, the, and the start <laughs> before that was the Dodger one, where he oh, yeah. was locking him up, and then Will Smith hits a home run in the eighth inning, and the next thing you know, it was that 14, 15 inning game later that did. Oh yeah, it's right. 16 he, innings. He 16 innings out of his own way yeah. and everything that can go wrong for him has gone wrong but yeah no the Dodgers have well, left that, themselves that's, that's no sounds, margin of error that sounds desperate is not the right word okay I'm not going to say it's desperation for the Dodgers mm-hmm. but when you say two or three is not good against the Padres that sounds a little desperation-ish oh I think it is just I, I think that after Dave did what he did yesterday mm-hmm. and yes I'm putting it look Cody Bellinger and tried to justify it, and Cody Bellinger came up with the bases loaded in the middle of the game when it was still a, a, a tight ball game. We're in the middle of our show, and we couldn't even get 15 words in before he struck out, or no, before Popped he flew up. out. Stop saying fly out. It was a pop up. That's far worse. The fly out means that the outfield went back. A pop up means the outfield comes a forward. A diving catch. To... It was my. <laughs> you, you could go find an eight year old at a local little league that catches that ball routinely. Yeah. It was embarrassing. And he was in the five hole. Why was he in the five hole? Because Dave decided that down two games, going into a game that you have to win, that'd be a good day to give half the team the day off. So now, now they're desperate. Now they're in a point where there is no, eh, it's not that big of a deal. We got some time to make it up. The time to make it up is in the rearview mirror. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance and all the guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. All right, Al. NFL debut last night. NFL season kicks off in earnest coming up this weekend. The Rams and the Bears. Plus. Matt Stafford. Plus. Got some breaking Laker news, too, that we got to get into. Breaking Laker Breaking news. Breaking Laker news we got to get into NFL as well. NFL debut and there's Rams uniform for Matt Stafford. And, well, there's something he's never done that he's going to have to do for the Rams. I'll tell you what that is next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN.